0: Welcome to the Using the Whole Whale podcast, where we learn from leaders about new ideas and digital strategies making a difference in the social impact world. This podcast is a proud production of Whole Whale, a B Corp. digital agency. Thank you for joining us. Now, let's go learn something. This week on the nonprofit news feed, well, we're talking about a little thing called the World Cup unfortunately, how it is mired in a number of issues of human rights and corruption. So we'll get to that in just a bit. I'm back from Hawaii uh, on a trip with my family. It was fun. A lot of sand everywhere. Kids love the beach. Uh, But it's it's, uh, much appreciated, Nick, that you and Matt handled last week. I I was a little jealous. I didn't want to share a few words on the FTX collapse, but we'll, we'll get to that in the future. Something tells me those dominoes are not done falling.
1: Yeah, George, I'm sure, I'm sure that story will be making a comeback as we talk about crypto philanthropy and the fallout from that. But to your point, this week we wanted to talk about Qatar and the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So the World Cup began this weekend in Qatar. In a climate marred by, let's say, years of controversy related to human rights issues, corruption in FIFA, and influence peddling across the board. So this is the first time that the World Cup is being held in a Arab country, but Qatar's bid was considered just a remote possibility until it somehow, shockingly, won the bid back in 2010, and FIFA the international governing body of football is widely considered to be one of the most openly corrupt institutions in sports, Uh, accusations of bribery up and down the whole chain. It's essentially assumed Qatar bought this bid. Um, But now this is coming full circle because since the bid was awarded to Qatar, the country has consistently faced criticism for pretty egregious labor rights abuses uh human rights issues uh workers working in extreme and deplorable conditions on the massive construction projects and now that the world cup itself is underway uh focus not only on the labor issues but of just human rights issues more broadly in the country related to women's rights um lgbtq plus rights and the country's facing criticism from international ngos calling for accountability and the whole things kind of a mess but it's a complex situation so george what what are your thoughts on this
0: one this brought to you by the public service announcement that not all nonprofits are good and i'll remind that fifa actually is a is a nonprofit uh, that that is running this and i think You know, you mentioned that you wrote a paper about this when you were in college back in 2010 about the human rights abuses, the, you know, the the modern day misuse of labor there, uh, the estimated deaths, which can't be accounted for, but Amnesty International, and I have seen others quote in the uh, 6,000 or more potentially that have actually just died, you know, issues of taking someone's passport once they come in and forcing them to work, uh, you know, that it's uh, it's an unfortunate thing to be happening in you know this age of <laughs> this age of like modern globalization. When you bring the globe's spotlight in, I think we have to be careful also about pushing Western ideals on other cultures. It's hard. You have to balance this like absolutism that we have the perfect moral compass here, you know, put a pin in that perfect moral compass here baked in our Western ideologies of, of, of rights and equality. And you really have to sort of, it's hard to remove that because I do think there's some objective truth to like allowing certain freedoms of frankly, people to love each other, uh, to have providence over their own bodies. Uh, I, 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 want to believe in something like that but also you just have to know when you're when you're speaking with that you know absolutism to just be careful the fact that they're they're doing this they couldn't even have it in the the summer they had to have it in november because it's not a climate that uh accommodates life in the summer like no joke 120 degrees like you can't kick a ball in that temperature i think the ball just sort of evaporates it makes no ecological sense whatsoever uh, to have done this and made this level of investment. And I really hope a, a touch more, frankly, discretion and intelligence. Of just because they can pay doesn't mean we should do it this way. From FIFA, frankly, from the Olympics, from these large institution, large institutions that you know do pull the world together. I, I think there's something very beautiful about the world cup. And I, and I hope it doesn't get lost because yes, we can, we can focus here, but the truth is 5 billion people are most likely going to watch this. 5 billion people are going to agree that one team beat another team. Do you know how hard it is to get 5 billion people to agree on a thing, to watch the same thing? There's just, I think something beautiful about this that despite all of this, and the sports washing involved like it is uh it is something that i'm glad everyone is still participating in and and not simply boycotting because it's you know it's easier to destroy than to create it's harder to frankly some of these captains wanted to wear armbands in support of issues of lgbtq and human rights they wanted to take a stand some are kneeling some are showing it but they're still participating I'm more nervous when we stop participating collectively, and so you know uh, that's that's how I'm viewing these games. I'm going to watch them, and we'll we'll watch the news and we'll see that. And uh, it's hard for mold to grow in the sunlight, and there's a lot of sunlight right now in Qatar.
1: Yeah, George, I couldn't agree more with that that characterization. And I wanted to give a shout out to some of the. The nonprofits that have been doing uh, really great reporting on this and have been flagging it very early, and as you alluded to, I wrote a paper on this years ago in college because the issues were were still salient then. But Amnesty International, in particular, has done really great research from the beginning on workers, and yeah, it's it's really challenging um, and and really actually sad. I mean. Workers are essentially being lured uh, poor poor workers from Asia into this country. They're having their visas confiscated. It's not a good situation. Um, but I think to your point, the World Cup is an opportunity to shine light on these issues, right? And I do not think we should be giving Qatar a pass. But that being said, uh, the chance to come together is, is really important, especially in a time of division. So, yeah, I agree with that. But let's just fire everyone at FIFA. I have no. <laughs> I, oh yeah, let's get rid we of those. Clean that yes. up. Oh my gosh, I think I think
0: five billion people could possibly agree to that. That it's it's really funny to see an institution so loathed, but an event so loved.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> if you if you're really into this, like. Do a deep dive on the bid. It's like the most outrageous thing. There was like a plane of the US delegation that flew to wherever it was like Finland or Sweden or something for the bid process. It was like mid-level State Department people, a couple of US soccer people, the United States activated Morgan Freeman took him on this plane, but it was clear like Morgan Freeman didn't prepare anything for this speech. It was like this like kind of incoherent jumble of like why the it's the whole story's wild. If you're into it, just read about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, but anyway, we'll leave that there. Yeah, uh, uh, moving into the summary,
0: I'll, I'll jump through this quickly. Meta formerly known as Facebook, the artist, <laughs> formerly known as Facebook, Met is going to spend uh, $7 million to stoke reoccurring donations around Giving Tuesday, which is great. We we'll hope you're all getting ready for your Giving Tuesday to, to make what you can of the kickoff to Giving season, not the end, but the kickoff to Giving season. We have a bunch of those resources. Hope you find them. And uh, another one here, uh, Nick, you want to talk about what Bezos is
1: announcing yeah george so jeff bezos uh formerly ceo of amazon is has announced he's giving away most of his 122 billion dollar fortune uh but this article from cnbc.com says leaves many questions unanswered uh it says that bezos thus far has resisted developing a public philanthropic identity unlike that of his ex-wife mackenzie scott but i don't know what's your take here is is, is bezos having a i don't know a, a conscious time time to do good moment what's, i'm gonna what's, say what's
0: this i'm gonna say the following phrase and i'm excited because i'm gonna say it so many times that people are gonna be sick of it and here it is pledges are pr mm. that's it i'm gonna say that every single time i see that those of you listening, every time you see something like this, every time you see a post like this, I just want it ring in your head, pledges are just PR, because if you were doing it, we would see the check, and we saw that with Sam Bankman Freed, getting all that ink across all those papers about how altruistic he was going to be in the future, write about me now for things I haven't done. Is called PR. So Bezos can shove it until we see a check. That's
1: what I think. I agree. See see it hit the books, then we'll we'll talk again. it uh, remains to be seen. He's got some some rockets to fund as well. So
0: yeah, God bless him. Get it done.
1: All right. This next one comes from care11.com out of uh, Richfield, Minnesota. And this is actually a follow up on a story we've talked about, but uh, there was a $250 million fraud investigation into Feeding Our Future, which has fractured trust and efforts to feed hungry children across Minnesota. Um, and it's really affecting uh, this nonprofit at a time when it's, quote, quietly delivered 10 million meals to hungry kids and counting. So, yikes, it seems that like you just have a perfect storm of kind of bad scenarios here. You have 10 million meals to hungry kids uh, being, that's a gap, like that's a gap in our safe, our social safety net, in my opinion, that is being filled by this nonprofit, also at the center of a quarter of a billion dollar fraud investigation. Yikes.
0: Sad to see, hopefully it doesn't erode confidence in giving locally to food banks that you know are serving your area the the larger groups have have a trust gap to fill I'd say the ones that are you know chapter based and working out there the onus the onus is on communication and transparency but please don't let that hopefully be a barrier to giving locally supporting uh supporting your local food banks and nonprofits we, we spoke and had that podcast recently with move for hunger when you know please go back and listen to that if you haven't uh, because I think Adam Lloyd does a top shelf
1: job of explaining how
0: the need is year round and there's ways to
1: support that. Yeah, George, absolutely. And this actually takes us into our next article for nonprofitpro.com, which says that on behalf of a poll conducted on behalf of Vanguard Charitable conducted by interviewing 2000 U.S. adults, uh, it found that sixty percent of American donors with a charitable giving budget say rising inflation had no impact on their giving or caused them to increase their giving over the past twelve months, with nearly twenty-four percent saying they increased their giving. So we were talking about how critical a time this is for food pantries and nonprofits like that. Um, but it seems that the the giving public is aware of that need not stopping giving, potentially increasing giving even in light of inflation. The survey size is a little small, 2,000 adults, but um, I think that's really optimistic news that the public is still committed broadly to charitable giving despite uh, what's now kind of record-setting inflation.
0: It's a positive signal, one that we hope is... uh is accurate as far as polls go. Giving Tuesday coming up, we're predicting that over $3 billion will be donated uh, in and around the day and hopefully is a, is a strong end of year giving cycle. You know, sadly, we might as well just root for the markets to go up because that is another predictor of uh, of giving. You know, we're past midterm, so now uh, it's time for nonprofits to
1: get their narratives out there. Absolutely. All right. How about a feel good story george what do you got all right this comes from the venerable ksltv5.com and <laughs> in salt lake city utah <laughs> and it's estimated that americans will throw out more than 200 million pounds of perfectly good turkey meat this year uh most of it after thanksgiving but this woman uh Dana Williamson founded the nonprofit Waste Less Solutions, which tries to rescue unused food and donate it to community organizations that need it. And we talked about food waste a lot on this podcast. And there's a couple, quite a, a number of organizations working in this space now. But great to see a local Utah resident uh, bringing it close to home and helping out in the communities in Salt Lake City. Any, any percent or stats on what percent
0: of those uh, pounds of turkey are actually dry because he definitely left it in the oven too long? No stats on that.
1: Nothing there. No stats on that. We got to call the, the Butterball hotline. I love projects like this because
0: food waste needs to be solved locally. It's a last mile problem. We have enough food. We don't have enough food in the right places. Um, going back to Adam Lowy conversation in our, in our previous podcast, to end on a lighter note, because you made it to the end. Hey Nick, I got a, a question for you. How how do you organize a Giving Tuesday fundraiser
1: to help the Earth? I don't know. How does one organize such a thing, George? You plan it.
0: <laughs> that was good. That, that's, 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 that's your, that's None your of best them are one. Good. <laughs> the best one. Alright, on that note uh leave a rating if you feel like it feel like giving um and we hope you have a wonderful holiday this has been using the whole whale podcast if you want to keep learning more about these topics and others head on over to wholewhale.com university to keep learning with us thanks as always to greg thomas music.org for his tunes that underwrite our tracks they're fantastic hope you're doing well greg And just a reminder, subscribes really help us on any platform that you listen to us on. Please give a thought to click and subscribe and maybe even a comment because we like hearing from you.